You're listening to the Embrace Running Podcast. I'm Mark. I'm Elena, and this is episode number 213 for December 30th, 2016. Welcome to our final episode of 2016. This is our our year-end wrap-up, catch-up, come clean, come honest about how the year's gone. Do we have to be honest? Of course we do. Okay. We always are. Just checking. Um, this always ends up, I mean, I think today especially it's going to be, I mean kind of very personal to us because we're sharing kind of our races and our experiences through the year. So um, that's why it's going to be a lot focused on us. There's no other way to explain that. We we can only talk about the races that we did. Um, Can't really talk about other things. We're not going to jump into like recapping the news of the year or anything like that. I mean, it's obviously like any other year, a lot of stuff going on. It was an Olympic year, you know, US trials at the beginning of the year, Olympic marathon, Ed Whitlock setting records, all kinds of stuff this Mm -hmm. year. But um, we're not going to go into all that because we already talked about it at some point. So that's why it's just going to kind of focus on us kind of sharing our ups and downs of the years. I said, coming clean about we we started the year with goals. We'll check in and see how we did with that. Um, Picking some of our kind of our favorites throughout the year. What else? I guess that's the gist of it, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. And then we got a couple emails. We'll share some other people's kind of catch up on their year. And yeah, so let's jump into it. The one thing I was just going to mention from the year, uh, Charm City Run out of Northeast Maryland was actually named 2016 Running Store of the Year. So kudos to them if you're uh, somebody who shops there. That would be very cool to kind of have your local running store be the store of the year. Um, I'd love to share Ultra Runner of the Year, uh, male and female, except Ultra Running Magazine. They count them down day by day, and that's not going to be for another two more days. Yep. We're on number three today. Three today. So uh, maybe we'll mention that on the next one. Yeah. All right. So I guess let's jump into it and kind of share about ourselves. And I guess, should we do our kind of catching up on our goals? Yeah, we can do that. Um, do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? You can go first. I think I traditionally go first. So we'll let you go first. Okay. So I, interestingly enough, I always kept this on a little, I used a little notepad app on my Windows machine and I always kept it on my screen. Um, so it's, I've, I've been staring at these all year long. It didn't really, <laughs> didn't really? help with anything. Yeah. I didn't I mean, realize it, you did that. It closes sometimes, but um, it's been there. So I, I started the year, if you remember back in January, um, I set five goals for the year. And most of them were basically uh, PR related. Um, so I set the goal of setting a marathon PR by 10 minutes. I wanted to get a half marathon PR. I wanted to set a 10 mile PR. I wanted to set a 5K PR. And then the last one, was I just wanted to race more. So out of my five goals that I set for the year, I accomplished one of them. Yay. <laughs> Thank you. Way to stay positive. Mm-hmm. So the only thing that I actually accomplished was a 10-mile PR, which I did at the Sacktown 10 early in the year, which I knew at the at the start that that would be my easiest goal to accomplish. Really? Why? Well, because my 10-mile my PR wasn't that fast to begin with. Oh, okay. And so I didn't really... I mean, honestly, it's not like I spent two months leading up to the race training to go get this 10 mile PR because I didn't need to. So, yeah, yeah. um, so you could, you mean you could even do better? I could, Yeah. I could very much. You're trying to give me ideas for next week, huh? Yes. Um, so that's the only PR I got. All the other PR goals, um, I just missed it. Um, didn't really put in a, you know, in the end, looking back, I didn't put a ton of effort into putting in the work. So it's not like, I mean, I guess the positive, I don't know, it's positive, negative. Um, it's not like a situation where I put in this all this work and all this training to get these goals and I just missed them. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't really put in the work to get the goals. And so... Yeah, you're right, though. That's kind of that like positive and negative. Yeah. yeah. It's like, hey, that's not great that you didn't put in the work. Right. 
but at least I didn't have that situation where it's like, hey, I put on all this work and I missed it by 10 seconds or right, something like right. that. So, um, yeah, that that was that. Um, I kind of, I think on the outline goals, not really put them in stone. I kind of wanted to get more consistent and more trail running in. Um, definitely, what, I don't think I was more consistent this year. I did get some trail running in, so, you know, I didn't measure that specifically to know whether I got more, I'm doing air quotes, more trail running or not, but... <laughs> Um, I definitely did not set a mileage goal for the year. I think I said that specifically. And so nothing to check in with there. Um, the goal of racing more is one that I missed. And I, to be honest, in preparing for this episode, I kind of, this was last week, pulled up my run log, which has a separate page just for races and counted the races that I did this year. And I did 11 races in 2016. And when I read that I had done 11, I almost fell out my chair. Because I, I thought I had done more, and i always shooting for more than that. Mm-hmm. I mean, ideally in a perfect world, I'd love to do, you know, average out about two races a month, which would be, you know, 24 for the year. And to kind of just barely miss one a month, I was just shocked. I didn't realize it. I didn't, I just didn't think about it. I mean, it makes sense. I didn't do a ton of racing at the end of the year. But Well, it I, even felt like we had mentioned even earlier in the year, as the year went on, that we weren't signed up for as many races as we normally are. And mm-hmm. we're like, kind of looking for some, but just kind of never really materialized. Yeah. I, I talk a lot about looking for races. Right. I just don't end up registering for them. <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess part of that is, you know, if you want to do a lot of races in the year, you're obviously going to have to rely on stuff locally because it takes a bunch of time and a bunch of money to travel around the country and run races. So yeah. yep. that's not, that's not feasible. Right. Um, yeah. And I think locally, you know, I haven't done every single race locally, not even close to it. There's tons of races, but a ton of the races locally that I wanted to do over the last several years, I've done them. And, you know, I haven't been itching to go do a lot of them again type mm-hmm. of thing. And then there's a lot of other races, you know, it's like, oh, I could do that. Or I think sometimes the money puts me off. I'm like, oh, there'd be a cool race. Oh, how much is it? Never mind. You know, I'm not going to pay that much right. to do a race that I want to look for a different do. one. <laughs> right. So then um, ends up being situation where I don't do as many races as I, as I would like to do. So um, that's how that went. So I got to say, to kind of sum it all up, um, I mean, I still had fun. You that's know, good. That's when important. I d- when I did race, um, I did enjoy several of the races that I did do. Um, definitely didn't tick off any of these time goals. So um, if anything, it just gives me stuff to shoot for next year. I'm, I'm staying on the positive side of this. There you um, go. And so, which yeah. is Which is rare for you. <laughs> I'm turning a new leaf right at the yeah, end, of, end of the year with two days left. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I guess that's that's my year. I don't know. I didn't, you know, I didn't even honestly look at the total number of miles that I ran. Um, I think before we've talked about how many shoes we've gone through, I didn't look at that because um, I I still have a bunch of shoes that are kind of like still have just a tiny bit of life left in them. So I'm trying to stretching out the last few miles. So I don't even think I retired that many shoes this year. Yeah, I guess that's it for mine. I think. Did I miss anything? No. Okay. I don't think so. I mean, I don't have the list in front of me because yeah. we kind of keep our own. Yeah, we definitely stayed and... separate on today's episode. So, yeah. Um, okay. So, sh- you want to check in with your year? Kind of share how it went there? Sure. I guess we. <laughs> the we excitement is overwhelming. Yeah. So, I mean, um, in years past, I basically, I think I've done like a letter grade Okay. to my, I don't know if I've done that every year, but I know mm-hmm. some years I've done a letter grade where like, okay, I got a B on this one or something. So, uh, a little bit different this year because it was actually, sadly, it was a lot easier to to rate. So I basically went with a, a pass fail. Okay. So, um, one of my goals was running 
2016 miles and actually said the right number this time, <laughs> not 216 miles. So, and I, I mean, think this is probably my second year setting like that, you know, the, that goal for mm-hmm. the miles to match the, the year, year that we're in. Um, and it's never been a very hard set goal because I don't want to hurt myself trying to get it, but it'd be pretty cool to do. So, um, haven't quite gotten there yet, but so this one was a fail. Did not get to, to do 2000 miles. I think it ended up being about 400 miles short, which one way you look at it, oh, it's not that much, right? Mm-hmm. But the other way is like, yeah, it is. So, yeah, fail okay. on that one. Okay. Look like you were going to say something. No. no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. My next goal was, uh, let's see. Sorry. I got it just jumped around here for a second. Um, complete a 50K or longer distance trail race. Fail. Now, you were registered for one, right? Is this Was this a lonely year? Nope, last year was oh, a lonely year. Never mind. Sorry. Yeah, thanks for trying though. I was trying to help you out. Yeah, I wasn't even registered for a 50k, and that's just because I, I just didn't get the the training this year on the trails that I wanted to, um, for a couple of different reasons. Um, so you know, I'm not blaming anybody or anything. That's on me. But yeah, did not get a 50k or greater distance on the trail. Actually, I think the longest on the trail was a 30k. It's about 18, mm-hmm. 18 miles. So, which is still good mileage, yeah. but that was the, the longest I did. So, next one was um, an activity streak of at least 30 minutes of physical activity daily. I remember the old streak that big, we used to talk big about. Big fail. Okay. But you kept that going for a long time. Last no? year I did. Oh, that was the year yeah. before? Oh, Thanks okay. again trying for trying. To help you out. <laughs> so, last year I made it until September and then it fizzled out. Um, and then, and that was, I think, for like health issues. And then this year I made it to February. <laughs> <laughs> and then I tried to pick it back up and then I don't honestly don't even remember like when it fell apart. Mm-hmm. So, but it got to the point where I was just like, meh, all right, I'm just not even going to do it. So yeah, I think once you let it go, it's kind of hard to yeah, pick it back up. Exactly. Kinda. Yeah. So that was a fail. Uh, next one was a 10 K PR. And that was just cause I hadn't run a 10 K like in a while. Uh-huh. And so it's one of my oldest PRs. So I thought I could break that if I'm running regularly and training for other things. Fail. Because I didn't even run a 10K. <laughs> so you kind of have to run the distance if you want to well, get a PR in it. So That's kind of like a DNS, though. Well, the 50K is two then. Okay. Well, let's go with that for, for both of them. I still say they're fails, though. <laughs> I mean, just in terms of this, you know, not getting too nitpicky. It's, yeah, didn't. Okay. Yeah. So that was a fail. Um, and I think my last one that was pretty specific was cross-training. But I, I believe that's always a goal of mine. It's like more cross-training. But I think this year I had set pretty specific goals because I wrote them down and it was bike two times a week, yoga two times a month, swim two times a month. Not even close. Fail. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember any any yoga really happening. I may have done that once or twice this year, which I mean, I'm embarrassed to say that. I don't even think I swam at all this year, mm-hmm. which usually we laugh about me getting like that one <laughs> swim in per year. No. Nope, didn't even get didn't that Didn't even happen. Bike a couple times, but mm. definitely not two times a week, which is completely doable. I think that's totally reasonable. Two times a week, mm-hmm. but didn't happen. So pretty much fails across the board. Um, oh, and just because we talked about number of races, I didn't have, um, you know, a certain number of races that I wanted to do or more or less than the years past, but I did 13 races this year. I think the year before I had done 18 and the year before that was like 20 something. So yeah. I'm seeing this downward trend. As am yeah. I. Yeah. And without, I don't want to go into next year, but Hopefully that'll be different. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about that next time. But yeah. Yeah. I don't want to go into detail about next year yet. So, Well, I mean, I guess the one thing I'll say about mine for this year and next year is when I was falling out my chair, when I realized I only did 11 races, 
the flip side to that is I'm already registered because I went and counted seven races. I'm registered for next year. Oh, for year. next year, yeah. So I'm like, well, I mean, I'm almost in terms of in the registration category, I'm almost caught up to this year. So That's I feel point. like I, I almost it would be impossible to run less races next year. Unless um, you really don't do any other races than what you're signed up for now. Yeah. Or I mean, an injury can always kind of blow that's that true, right that's out true. of the water. But I mean, that's but, always like the, the caveat is. Yeah, but I'm, I'm registered for seven. I'm actually might be pulling the trigger on registering for another race tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's another one in February I might do. So, I mean, I'm almost at nine. So yeah, I think I'll get there. It does help that next year we signed up for that Tahoe trifecta thing. So that's three races in one weekend. Yeah. So back to back to back. That, that's like, it's not cheating, but it's, um, it's like doing the cliff notes in a way, you know, trying to cram it all in there. <laughs> cliff notes. <laughs> but we are going to um, run the whole distance. It's not like we're shorting the race. That's true. That's the true. Race, uh, so. The one thing I was going to say also, I'll give us a little bit of credit. Um, I mean, you might not have hopped on the bike a lot this year, but we actually did step out and actually do a bike event. That's true. Um, for kind of the first time. So, that's true. Yep. Um, we picked up road bikes this year and I think we're going to try next year. I mean, that's kind of a goals thing for next year, but get on the bike, um, the real bike, not a stationary or yeah. spin bike or anything. Um, ideally i'd like to get on year. both more next True. year and you know i think we're looking for some some bike events to do next year mm-hmm. kind of expand that part of it so yeah all right anything else you wanted to catch up come no. clean about on the year no i think i, we, think I, I think we pretty much lay that out there yeah i don't think i have anything else to catch up on so okay yeah. on me now were you gonna ask about anything else no. oh uh, do you have anything else? i don't okay but thanks for asking yeah no problem all right, i was well, gonna ask <laughs> Let's jump into kind of what is, I think, the funner part for us in doing this is kind of we, we kind of pick kind of our favorite races, favorite medals, kind of toughest races throughout the year. So um, if you've been listening all year, it makes some sense. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're just listening, if you're a new listener in the last month or so, then a lot of this probably doesn't make sense. Because or you, you can go back and listen recaps. to our race recaps. That's right. Yeah. And I do have to say, this this is more difficult when mm. you run less races. It is. You would think it'd be <laughs> easier because there's less to choose from, but it's actually more difficult. This was like the most difficult year that we've that we've done this i found it the most difficult to pick the mm-hmm. different categories so okay um i'm gonna add one in here real quick at the what? beginning just to throw you off so uh did you have a favorite piece of gear new this year type of thing oh yeah well one or two okay i have two okay okay so one of them is my nathan um my nathan pack so the the vapor eris mm-hmm. um i've been running in that probably in the last six seven months for long longish trail runs and then definitely long runs outside so and it's very similar to the one i had before but it's um a lot lighter in terms of weight just the material itself and there's been some modifications um that they made compared to the year before so that's one of my favorite ones and then the favorite pieces of gear the other one is the nathan zephyr um um, handheld flashlight Mm -hmm. so we took that out to um bring tahoe i think we both ended up using it yeah i borrowed it yeah and i mean I can't remember how many lumens it is, but um, using that is like way better to be able to see the trail. It was like almost like night and day for me than just using um, my regular headlamp and a flashlight. I did still use my headlamp because I, I still like that, but it was nice to be able to to use the the Nathan Zephyr just in terms of how bright it was. But then it's if it's on your hand relatively comfortably, you don't have to like grip it, mm-hmm. you know. So then like you, your hand gets all tight and sore. Um, and you can still aim it around if you want to. So I'd say those are probably my two favorite pieces of gear this year. Although now I'm probably going to think of more. As, well, we yeah. can throw it in at the end. Okay. Um, what were, do you have one or some or? Um, I guess I'll go with two also. I will say in terms of shoes, the Hoka Infinite, which I mentioned last episode, I just picked up my second pair to kind of 
save it for next year. Um, but that's probably my favorite shoe from this year. And then in terms of other gear, in terms of shorts, um, the Solomon, I think they're called the Solomon Cairn, um, which I picked up at REI randomly one day when I was in there and saw them on the, the rack and they were on sale. And I said, eh, let me try these out and bought it and I liked them. And now I own three pairs of them. So that was kind of, I think, my favorite probably from the year. Worked it's, out pretty well. It's nice though when you find something like that that you're like, oh, these these are awesome. These are comfortable. Mm-hmm. And then you're, and you realize that in time to be able to buy more, you know, <laughs> right. versus like, oh, they don't have them anymore. Yeah, it's horrible when you get it on clearance. Like, oh, let me just buy this. It's on clearance. Right. You get home. I love this. Let me buy more. Yeah. Oh, they don't exist. Oh, they're gone. Yeah. You know, you're going to have to go to eBay or something like that. So, all right. Let's kind of get onto the, the list that we actually prepared. Um, we haven't shared with each other what we said. So, that's why we'll be hearing it for the first time from each other. Also, uh, number one, most scenic race of the year. You want me to go first and then we'll kind of flip flop? Yeah, like we'll flip flop. Sure. Okay, so for the Bone Scenic, I have the Big Sur Half Marathon. Which I chose the same one as well. Yeah. I think in my book, it was kind of a no brainer. Mm-hmm. Kind of had coastal views up and down. I think we definitely, or I certainly recommended it to people, um, even people if you want to come from out of state. Come yeah, do yeah. It. I think it's pretty cool. If you're not looking to do a full, it's a good half to, to come to California and do it. It's so. a good destination half. Yeah. Yeah. And it's interesting because the last two years, we actually picked, we both picked Big Sur Marathon. I think, or Big Sur, like 21 miler. Oh, okay. I think for the most scenic, so. Yeah. They have an unfair lock on this category. I right, believe. exactly. So we just won't, can't do any of Big Sur races next year, and then we so can we have something else to. to yeah. Exactly. All right, next one on the list, funnest race. You I guess first. I'm first. Yep. Um, I said Ragnar Tahoe. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, just because, you know, it's a weekend event, and you get to come and hang out all weekend. You get to run a bunch of times. It's trail running. The weather was nice. Um, second time doing it, the trail's... I did. I ran personally. I ran better. It felt a little bit better. Um, even though I did an extra leg, which was a very tough fourth leg, but still, um, yeah. I, so I said Ragnar Tahoe. Okay. And your choice? I chose Overlook Endurance. Okay. The thirty k. I didn't do that, that one, did. so I guess yeah. I can't chime in on that yeah, one. Yeah, and it was it was the funnest just for the simple fact that it was just like eighteen plus miles, just out on the trails, and just that was it. You mm-hmm. know, like just being out there having fun you know i was by myself for several miles so mm-hmm. i know that may sound weird to some people but i that was fun too <laughs> too you know just zoning out kind of enjoying nature yeah yeah cool kind of got my head back into into some trail running so mm-hmm. that was the funnest one for me this year all right next category toughest slash hardest race of the year so that one was right our tahoe for me oh interesting yeah, even though i do enjoy it and it is fun it, I I think it's the the toughest one just because, um, I mean the elevation is is tough for us or mm-hmm. at least for me you mm-hmm. know starting off at like seven thousand feet which we're not used to living at well we don't live at it um and then having to do like the you know the multiple runs that's always a little bit challenging and trying to figure out when you're gonna when you're gonna eat when you're gonna drink when you're gonna sleep that sort of thing and then again like you mentioned doing an extra extra leg um and mine was mine was a red red leg so kind of the toughest one doing it again so Mm -hmm. um so yeah i think it was probably the toughest race although one of the funnest too true yeah according to me anyways yeah okay no i think it's one of the funnest (laughs) no i'm just at the top of my list oh yeah yeah okay so what about you what would you what Um, did you name the toughest or hardest race of this year so on here it says toughest slash hardest yeah and so i put two races (laughs) because i couldn't decide in some ways okay Um, i actually put la marathon slash grandma's marathon Oh, Mainly because it was hot when we did the races. It was, and so yeah. I came at it from that. Um, I think Grandma's was was hotter. Um, definitely at the start. Yeah, it was definitely. Um, 
way hotter. So I, I mean, we, I don't we got know. sunburnt in grandma's and not at LA. That is true. Um, <laughs> I mean, LA marathon, the, the end of, of the race, at least it got cooler in a way. Cause you, as you kind of ran towards the coast and there was a lot of downhill towards the end. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, the ending was a little bit easier, but being at grandma's, um, if I just go by the, the heat advisory and the, the flag system, <laughs> Yeah, heading um, <laughs> to, to the black flag. Yeah, but, um, you know, the, the courses themselves, just based on elevation or hills or anything, aren't particularly difficult at all. It was just the heat this particular year, and, and LA's definitely been hotter in the past. But, um, yeah, I don't know. That's that's what I went with, so. Okay. And, I mean, I Ragnar Tahoe's pretty, pretty tough, but I don't yeah. know. Just I think, in a completely different way. Yeah. Yeah. Different thing. So, I guess right. we both looked at things differently in terms of being tough. Right. All right, um, maybe a, a funner category. Uh, best metal, best bling, as we like to say, mm-hmm. for the year. You're first on this one. Oh, I'm first? Mm-hmm. I think I might surprise you on this one. Okay. I chose the LA Marathon medal. What? And I'm not saying that because it's not a nice looking medal. <laughs> we like, actually got a bunch of... joking? I don't know. No, no, we got a bunch of nice looking medals this year. I'm, I am surprised. I don't know what I would have thought you would have picked, but um, that does surprise me. Okay, well, let's let's hear yours, and then I'll tell you why I chose mine. Okay. I'm curious. So I have, I have the best medal, and then I have an honorable mention. Okay. <laughs> That makes sense. So the best medal was Big Sur Half Marathon. Because okay. I, I'm really a fan of the that like unique, and this one's like that ceramic handmade mm-hmm. medallions right. um, that has like, this this one in particular has like a little sea otter on there. So I just really like that. And then my honorable mention um, was um, Slow Half Marathon okay. because it's a cowbell. And so I thought that was pretty unique too. And it's actually a cowbell. It is actually yeah. a cowbell. Yeah, literally a cowbell. So that those those are the ones I chose. So okay, you can explain yourself. Well, now. <laughs> well, that's interesting because I thought maybe you'd pick Grandma's Marathon, mm-hmm. um, but obviously you didn't. I don't know why I thought you would. Um, so for me, I did came, like that medal too. Yeah. Though. yeah. For me, it came down to L.A. and Grandma's, and I ended up choosing L.A. because it's two sided. <laughs> that's a weird reason if you got to pick one <laughs> because it is two sided. Well, it's, like, it's like two medals. Yeah, it's two yeah. medals in one versus Grandma's, which was just kind of one sided, mm-hmm. and I like the fact. You know, LA is just very, um, it was a clean, sleek metal, but they did the red coloring because it was Valentine's Day, says Valentine's Day on, I don't even know if it's the back or the front, because I don't know which is supposed to be the back or the front. Um, You know, it's just kind of a, looking at it, you know, it's just kind of a, it really pops, it looks cool. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Grandma's was, I I liked it because it has the the bridge. Yeah, I like that too. So you kind of get the landmark thing, but I went with uh, LA because of the the two-sided thing, so. Okay. Um, And I'm not as big a fan of the Big Sur medals as you have. Yeah, I really like them. Yeah. And and I still will give props to Ragnar Trail for their medal. Yes. I think we picked it last year. It's just, I didn't pick it because I picked it last year. Right, yes, in here. (laughs) Yeah, I kind of took it out of contention for this year because we picked it last year. But I mean, we really did get quite a few, uh, you know, nice looking medals this year. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I had a tough one with that. I actually had to, I was trying to figure this out away from home and I had to come home to actually look at the medals because I couldn't necessarily remember every single medal. Yeah. But, um, all right, next category, we kind of call it our least favorite race or sad trombone mm-hmm. of the year. Um, who's first on this one? I think it's my my turn. Okay. So, um, in years past, we've kind of, I've, I've kind of had an easier choice with this one. I think we've always had but... an obvious race that we just didn't like or had yeah, an issue with it. right it's always been an easy pick i did not have an easy pick this year i didn't either there wasn't any race that i felt like disappointed by or i don't know you know didn't meet my expectations or mm-hmm. something like that so none of them stood out and i kept going back and forth on like you know which one to choose so i don't really have one okay, but fair enough but oh yeah i did I mean, pick one. Okay. okay did you pick one i did okay 
So if I had to choose, it would actually be Sacktown 10. Okay. And nothing wrong with the race at all. At all. I don't have mm-hmm. anything bad to say about it, but if I had to pick, it just... Um, it like nothing special popped out right. to me it's, about it. Wasn't it wasn't very interesting. Yeah. And it's, you know, we've run in that area and that's not the race's fault that we've mm-hmm. run in that area before, but we have with CIM, you know, California International Marathon. It shared, you know, part of the course, little part of the course with that, but then also um, part of the course with like Beat the Blurch, you know, which was like the year before. So just nothing Stand super out. outstanding yeah. for me, but nothing wrong with the race at right. all. So that's what I chose if I had to. Okay. So what did you choose? I'm curious. Um, you know, like I said, I was in the same boat that nothing really stood out for the year that I was like, eh, you know, didn't like that race or they screwed that up or anything. Um, I ended up choosing slow, San Luis Obispo half. Oh, okay. Um, and mainly wasn't actually anything to do with the race itself on race day. It was just the um, communication issues with the race. Oh, yeah. We had some issues That's with what was supposed to happen with shuttles beforehand. And we, we had sent emails to the race kind of in the two weeks leading up to it and kind of got wrong information even at that time. And yeah. so um, I'm just kind of giving them the knock for, for those communication issues and kind of changing information on the website um, post-registration. But the actual race was fine. No issues there. So I don't know if it's unfair to or not to kind of single them out. So I don't know. That's interesting. Like when you think about least favorite or, you know, that sort of thing, do you just look at the race itself you know, like just like the course, the medal, the shirt, how you did, or do you look at it as a whole like event, like the expo, for example, and maybe communication with the race and transportation? I don't know. I guess you'd look at the whole thing. You know, me personally in the past, I will usually look at the whole experience of the race. So that's expo, you know, the pre-race stuff, the post-race yeah. stuff. Um, and even I think sometimes... What kind of, I don't know if you want to say clouds, the judgment is if you made a vacation or a trip out of it, that kind of bolsters oh, your opinion of a race. That's true versus um, like I drove half hour, yeah. you know, to get there. Like if thing. you go to Hawaii to run a race, you know, yeah. I think that's like, hey, I had a great time in Hawaii in this race. And, you know, your mind <laughs> kind of puts the two together. Could have been a horrible race, but, you know, you're in Hawaii. So how bad, you know, a trip could it have been? So, uh, but I, I, I'm usually pretty picky to say that, you know, you're paying money for a race and you're paying for all these things, you know, you're paying for the shirt, the metal, the, the pre-race, the post-race, the shuttle, you know, you're kind of paying for everything. Yeah. So. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Got long-winded with that one. That's, that's okay. All right. Next one on the list. Most unique. I think you're first I'm first time. on this one. Yeah. I chose the North London Half Marathon. Oh. And really my personal reason for it being unique was it was in another country. So that was pretty unique for me. They had unique uh, water at the water stations. We had bottles. Right? Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, so that was yeah. unique. But um, yeah, I mean, nothing, there's actually nothing real specific that sticks out with the race that made it hugely unique. I just had to pick something and I couldn't think of anything else. Okay. Um, and so I just chose the one that I went to another country for. So uh, your cho- choice for most unique? I picked the Morgan Hill Mushroom Challenge. Oh, okay. Because it was the, the bike mm-hmm. on the first day and then half marathon on the next day. So I thought that was a pretty unique challenge. That's a very fair way to look at it, actually. Yeah. That's a good answer. Thanks. I like that. Also, you, well, no, you've done duathlons before. Never mind. Yeah, but this was on separate days. Yeah. Yeah. All right, next one on the list. Um, I'm actually going to jump around here a little bit, so I'm going to go out of order here. Uh, favorite shirt that you got all year? So I had two. Okay. And just, they're completely different shirts, but I had two. So one of them is the the Ragnar Trail shirt. Okay. Um, which is surprisingly, I actually like it, but it's not gender specific. I know everybody's like, what? Because I always talk about, you know, gender specific shirts. It's not tech. 
Mm-hmm. It's I'm not exactly sure what material it is. I guess I could go look at the tag and tell you, but I don't have it right here. But it's um it's the best way that I can describe it is like a soft, thin cotton ish. I know it's not straight cotton, mm-hmm. but kind of like that just thin material um that's super comfortable to just wear around. And I like the design of it. Um and for Ragnar Trail, you know, it, they all have that the Ragnar mask or the Ragnar logo in front, mm-hmm. but then there's some like landscaper design that is specific to each race on that logo itself. So so that was one shirt. Okay. And then the other shirt is actually the Chicago Marathon shirt. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. I thought you would be surprised by that one. Well, because I was not a fan of it. Right. Yeah. yeah. And it's, I mean, that's the one that we talked about that's like that bright, like, highlighter color, that yellow <laughs> highlighter color. <laughs> so, good. yeah. And it's, um, that's not my favorite color, but I do like it. But actually, the, the fit and the style and the feel of mm-hmm. the shirt, it's just that um, it's Nike, I think, right? Yes. Nike texture, just, you know, thin comfortable running shirt mm-hmm. i really like that to actually like run in so okay. those are my two um, i know I w- it's really one i will but... agree with you on the ragnar shirt it is the most comfortable yeah. shirt just to wear around yep not to run in but yeah just not, to wear yeah around, so uh, my favorite shirt was the monterey bay half marathon shirt oh interesting which was just i really like the look of it mm-hmm. um it's an asic shirt long long sleeve which i might be shocking some I people know, i can't believe you're a, picking a long, a long sleeve. sleeve shirt um, I it like is a good look. looking shirt, though. I like the feel. Worn it a couple times, you know, as we're here in a little bit colder weather. Um, to be perfectly fair, I did not go back and look at every single shirt that I got throughout the entire year. Mm-hmm. I mentally so, looked at them, like um, went race down the race list. And yeah, I remember what I they did too, like, but I didn't go so. back and look at them. So I maybe missed something, but I don't think I did. So surprisingly, this year I had more shirts than I remember in years past that were kind of like, eh, that's okay, mm-hmm. like nothing. Out of the ordinary. I had quite a few of those. They were like, oh, that shirt's okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think the shirt thing's harder to pick because you got less shirts for sure. Good point. So that's yeah. a little bit tougher maybe. I don't know. Yeah. All right. Um, I guess the final category. This is the final one, right? Um, basically, your favorite race of mm-hmm. the year. If you can, Basically, if you can only do one again, what would it be? So favorite race. Mm-hmm. Am I first? You're first. I... So I narrowed it down to two. I know we're totally okay. unfair and not actually committing to I know we're always like, the <laughs> most favorite, the most. We're like, yeah, we got two. I narrowed it down to 11. So. <laughs> Out of the 11 that I did. Um, I'm going to choose as my favorite race of the year, the one if I had to do it again, or if I could do it again, um, I would say the Monterey Bay Half Marathon, which you know we already kind of mentioned it as super scenic. I liked the shirt, so I guess it had a lot of things going for it. Mm-hmm. Um, I really liked the medal. Um, what did the metal look? Oh, that's right. I didn't really like the metal that I know, much, but, but I um, you know, it's in a cool location. Made a great weekend. You know, it's that thing goes back to that thing. Kind of made a weekend out of it. It was a nice weekend, mm-hmm. and um, so that influences the whole like yeah. event and yeah. experience. It was yeah. a good experience and a good weekend. Um, so that was my choice. The the one that I kind of have here is kind of the backup, and the reason I didn't pick it is because we had done it before. It's just Chicago Marathon. Same thing. It's Chicago. It's a major. It's an awesome race. You know. A ton of people, great weekend, you know, in Chicago, great, mm-hmm. great deep dish pizza while you're there. But um, we had done it before, so I didn't want to pick that one again. I thought that'd be kind of unfair yeah. to a certain degree. So True. All right. Your choice. Favorite race of the year. So for, Before I say my favorite race of the year, which I would run again, um, I do have to say that I would always just run another, like the Ragnar Trail again. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of an always like, yeah, I'll run Ragnar Tahoe okay. like, every year. So right. so I kind of take that one out of the running just uh, yeah. because of that. We've done I'm it multiple times Yeah, too. exactly. So the one I, if I could only run one of these again, it'd actually be Overlook Endurance. 
Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. Kind of like that's that's strange. You picked kind of such a small. I know. You know. And I think that's one of the reasons I liked it. I, I small, no perk kind of. Yeah, like race. it was just like simple. You know, like Anne Trayson just goes go, and you just go. I don't have a timing chip. Mm-hmm. I'm just out running through puddles and mud and trails and almost miss the finish line. You know, and then just have a like a hometown barbecue afterwards. You know what I mean? Like it was just. <laughs> And, and again, cooking. there wasn't like anything like super spectacular about it. I mean, it didn't have medals. Mm-hmm. The shirt was okay. You know, like there wasn't any one thing where I'm like, oh my gosh, this was amazing about the race. But just overall, I really enjoyed it. So yeah, I'd have to say that one again. Okay. Um, that is officially the entire list that we were going to go through. Um, I had great forethought and I actually wrote down one extra thing and I just kind of put honorable mention and I wrote in here grandma's marathon because uh-huh. kind of on my list, it didn't win any category. And I don't think it won anything really on your category. Yeah. But it, it was a great race. It was. Uh, the medal was cool. I'm trying to remember. Wait, we got jackets, right? Yep. We got jackets and shirts. Uh, I didn't like the shirt that much. I had yeah. to go back and remember. That was one head, of the shirts that was kind of like, eh. But yeah. I really like the jacket. Yeah, the and jacket, I, I actually so. wore that jacket quite a bit, just like out and about. So, so but I, no, that's a good point, actually, though. Go ahead. I'll let you finish. No, I, I just wanted to give them some props for being yeah. a cool race. I didn't yep. want to overlook them because it was a cool race, cool medal. It was definitely a fun, a fun trip. Um, the location's pretty cool. You know, it's actually pretty scenic, um, course. Um, the people out there were great. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a great environment. Uh, they did a good job dealing with hot weather. Yep. So I just, I just wanted to give them some, some props for being a great race, even though, cause I, I kind of thought they weren't going to be number, you know, it's like they were kind of number two, number three in a lot of yeah. things in my head. So, um, yeah, just wanted to mention them. No, I'm glad you did that because I was kind of thinking about that too. Like they, to me, like they didn't, yeah, they didn't win any of the individual categories for me but as an overall race mm-hmm. i think they did a good job it's almost like i know this is gonna be weird but um like in gymnastics you know <laughs> you can you can like win the individual events mm-hmm. um or you can get like the best all around yeah i kind of view it as like it kind of got like the for me kind of like the best all around because like everything was just good but there wasn't like one particular thing that really stood out, you know, over all the other ones. So mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. We actually so. had fun at the, listening to speakers at the expo and yep. stuff. So, yep. um, yeah, it was just a fun, well-run, well-organized event event. Yeah. I mean, I did, I did, you did three folds too, right? Did you do another fold that I didn't do? I don't, I don't think, think so. so. Right? so, I mean, we did three folds, LA grandma's and Chicago, mm-hmm. you know, I put Chicago at the top, um, probably followed by grandma's and then I'd put LA at the bottom. Um, but you know, grandma's was a very close in a lot of ways to Chicago. It's a very different race. You know, it's not that big city feel type of thing. It's not the majors, but um, a very cool race. LA, I put down the list. <laughs> I think that's a race I'm not dying to go back and do yeah. probably ever again. But And actually for the three marathons that we did this year, I'd actually put grandma's at the top. Oh, for me Chicago? personally. Really? Yeah. But I mean, again, this is me going back to Chicago, mm-hmm. you know. What if you... Had, like it's... Okay. Like if... if if this was the first time you had done Chicago. Then it would have been Chicago. And if I had the same experience I had last time, then mm. it would have been Chicago first and then Grandma's. Okay. But this year with the way things went, I'd actually put Grandma's as the the top marathon on my list for this yep. year. All right. So there's our list. Mm-hmm. Um, I might actually, I'm going to try to put a couple pictures um, along the with the blog post on embracerunning.com of at least the shirts and the medals that we're talking about. So if you're curious what we mentioned, I think that's all I can put pictures of, I believe. Yeah. I can't, I can't put pictures of bad communication or anything like that. So. <laughs> um, Darn. So, yeah, I'll put Best that all on. around. <laughs> Just put a picture of the race. Yeah, exactly. This is me and mile two. Yeah. Good. 
Um, all right. Um, so before we get out of here, we, we actually just wanted to share maybe a couple emails from other people and their kind of how their year went. That way it's not as maybe as depressing as ours. <laughs> yeah. And then I also want to say good luck to different people that are going to be running um, their last race of the year on the 31st yeah. um, or their first race of next year on the first. I know there's a, f- a few people that have uh, reached out to us and let us know they're going to be running. Mm-hmm. So yeah, just want to say good luck. Yeah. Have fun. A lot, lots of people running on the, on the first cause mm-hmm. there's lots of, you know, new year's runs, resolution runs, that type of stuff going on. So. Yep. All right. So yeah, like you said, some more positive, um, look at, uh, goals for the year. We heard from, uh, near who he's been listening. We've mentioned him in the past. He's been listening for past two, maybe three years. And he's, he said he's heard us at least two of our previous new year's goals. And so last year he thought it was a great idea to go ahead and do some of his own goals, running related goals. Um, he actually printed up the list and put it on his wall. I thought that was a good idea. So that's very similar to kind of what you do, um, with having it, your goals on your, well, I forgot what you call it. On your computer, though. Yeah. That little I'm, thing I'm actually, on your computer, so. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking of actually doing something more like that. I'm thinking of putting it yeah. on my bathroom mirror. Yeah, I'm thinking of so doing I that, So I stare too. at it every day? I don't know. Yep. Yeah. So I, I, I like that idea. I might do that. Um, so his his goals, um, the distance ones are in kilometers. So just want to throw that out there. So these were his goals. Three runs per week, 35 kilometers a week, 140 kilometers a month, and 1,500 kilometers for the year. So he said, did I meet my goals? So I like I like the way he did it. He actually did it like in percentages. Mm-hmm. So runs per week, you know, three runs per week. He said probably about 95%. Very good. Yeah, really good. Um, 35 kilometers per week, about 50%. Okay. Half of there. Yeah. Hey, better than mm-hmm. what my goals were this year. Uh, 140 kilometers a month, 20%. However, 1,500 plus kilometers, he reached that by the end of November. So With a month to spare. Yep. Cool. Exactly. So we also heard from Forbes. He said uh, this year was a bit rough for him. It started out. He started out with strong. He started out strong. I don't know why I'm adding words in there. With three half marathons in the spring. First was in April. He ran the Garden Spot half in in snow on a Saturday, and then the Love Run half Philly the next day. So back to back there. In May, he did the Flying Pig three way with extra cheese, and we spent quite a bit of talk, quite a bit of time talking about that, uh-huh. deciphering what all that meant. So yes, very complicated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he also calls it the greatest running weekend ever. Um, he was battling with some hamstring pain at that time. He said the pain just got worse and his running deteriorated. It turned out that he had torn all three hamstring muscles. Ugh. Ouch. So needless to say, he had to take the summer off and then start an aggressive rehab featuring stretching and strength training. In the fall, he was able to return to running on a limited basis. He did run walk the wine glass half in October and then was able to completely run the Richmond half in November and Rehoboth Beach half in December. Um, during this time, Heidi, his wife, was able to run four half marathons in 85 days. That's impressive. Mm-hmm. She did a great job, and he was happy to be able to run three of them with her. The one he did miss was the Burden Hand half in September. He missed out on his yearly marathon, which was actually going to be Richmond this year, so he had downgraded to the half, so that's a bit of a bummer. Um, he hasn't calculated his yearly mileage, but he's sure he's well below his goal of 1,000 miles. Um, the injury was disheartening, but he had a good perspective on it. He said he thinks if this would have happened... Earlier in his running career, he would have been out of his mind during the time he couldn't <laughs> run. So probably a good thing it didn't happen then. I mean, I wish it hadn't happened at all, but at least you're now on the upswing of recovery and all of that. So just in time for 2017. Cool. All right. That's going to wrap it up. Um, Forbes actually gave me the, the thought, the one thing we didn't mention, um, you know, I ran the year basically injury-free. Oh, good point. Um, I think you... I think I did too. Pretty good too I right? mean, like little so, niggles, but nothing. Yeah, yeah. so pretty, except for a couple of falls on my part. But that's true. 
I don't, I, would, I wouldn't classify that like in the injury because that's, that's in the clumsy category. Oh, <laughs> okay, yeah. So we we should be thankful of that. Um, yeah, I, absolutely. I, I do want to say thank you for listening. If you've been here um, all your long listening, thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Um, we appreciate that. It's cool having you along for our for our ride, or I guess taking us along with you on your run yeah probably the best way to mm-hmm. say it so yep um that's it for 2016 uh next episode we'll we'll be sharing kind of the plan for 2017 mm-hmm. um which i haven't worked on so that'll be my my job for tomorrow before so tw- goal number one work <laughs> on goals for 2017 <laughs> sub goal one yeah. figure out goals yeah, yeah that'll that'll be my plan for tomorrow <laughs> i think so um anything else i don't think you so share? no, no. We're good. all right that's yeah. it for 2016 the website for the podcast is EmbraceRunning.com. You could find us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash EmbraceRunning. Send us any comments, questions, or feedback at feedback at EmbraceRunning.com or leave us a voicemail at 925-400-7223. If you enjoy the show, give us a review on iTunes. So until next time, Embrace Running. <laughs>